Then we have to make a song like Jack Black did. Um, uh, the song, Oh, You're Too Young. They made a song called, it was the best song in the world. Uh, you know? Tenacious D? I, uh, and we sang a song and it was the best song in the world. <laughs> but we can't remember. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm sitting here with uh, Harry Verma. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Um, yeah, I, I was just listening to a podcast with, uh, like a professional podcast with uh, all kinds of uh, good introductions, but uh, I feel more like to keep it uh, a friendly, uh, relaxed chat mm. and continuing from where we left off early in the day, making jokes, making some fun of each other, having inspiring uh, visions of the future about innate. So a little introduction about uh, Harry. Uh, Harry is... Uh, the founder uh, of Innate, which is um, a co-live uh, experience. Uh, maybe you, you know what? I'm going to let you describe <laughs> Innate. Nice. Yeah, so um, I'm founder of Innate. Um, you can look up Innate Experiences or Innate Co-living. Um, and basically what we're trying to do is build a second home for people who um, you know, are part of the modern world, who you know, are entrepreneurial, whether that's freelancing, working remotely in, on your own terms, or, or just doing things that yeah, don't fit into the, the, the traditional boxes of careers. So it's for people who have that kind of lifestyle, but are also on the spiritual path. So you know, valuing connection to nature, um, wanting to spend their time around other inspiring people, and looking for yeah, practices that have a deep sense of presence built into them. So, yeah, we're looking to build a second home for those people who live between the inner connection kind of hippie world and the outer creation kind of startup world. Um, and yeah, right now we're doing that through co-livings, so month-long co-livings with wonderful teachers in beautiful places, um, and hopefully lots more in the future, communities, campuses, um, retreats, festivals, and uh, yeah, let's see where the wind takes us. Very nice. Yeah. So, I had the great... Um uh, honor to be with you here during uh, we are now by the end of a month of co-living here in Portugal a beautiful place with a group of about 25 people um, and I've had uh, chills at some point when I was really noticing what we were doing which was we are collecting people uh, to live together which is already very beautiful in itself to be a community together um, but also to integrate the spiritual practice into our daily life of work. Um, and we're doing obviously a lot of Eastern practice, yoga, we're drawing from yoga, Tantra, Vedanta, Buddhism, meditation practices. Um, and what I find so fascinating is when you look into these old scriptures, for example, the, the, the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, the book, from which we learn our modern yoga. Mm. Um, in the first uh, few uh, verses, it describes how to do your spiritual practice, to build a hut uh, in a place where you can be kind of secluded, where no one disturbs you, 
where you are close to clean water, where there are no insects, which is really tailored for that time, which was written, I think, a rough thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, but we live in a very different time, right? Mm. And we still want to do spiritual practice. And I think with innate, in my perception, we, you, you're going to hit such a good um, place to get modern people with a job to do spiritual practice. Yeah, I agree. It's very middle part. <laughs> yeah, we, I, d- I always joke, we, um, we sometimes, <laughs> we almost trick people into entering this, entering this, this very spiritual concept. People come and they see co-living in nature, um, you know, with meditation as a theme, and they think, hey, that could be nice for me. Um, and then they come and they realize, actually, whoa, like, there's so much value to communal living, to having an embodied teacher around you, taking you on a journey with yourself every day. Um, and it kind of, I always feel like it's been a strange experience because when I built Innate, you know, it was, very, it was such a simple concept. It's connection to nature, like deep, profound connection. I mean, staring at the stars at night, feeling part of the world around you. Um, connection to others. And, and that doesn't mean social media, obviously. But that also doesn't mean going to events like in London and stuff. It means finishing your work and hearing people laughing outside because they're playing or they're having dinner together and joining them. Um, and connection to yourself, you know, doing these practices like meditation with wonderful teachers. Um, turns out that was actually just yoga, by the way, on a side note, um, but I didn't realize at the time. Um, <laughs> but um, it is a really simple concept. Uh, what surprised me is just how much the people who have come have actually, what I kind of realized through building these co-lives is that actually everyone who comes has had some kind of awakening ex- experience or is on the path and almost on the verge of that kind of um, very consciousness expanding moment. And it's been fascinating for me to, yeah, to see that unfold and be like, oh, <laughs> actually, it turns out we might be a very, um, yeah, middle path type of place for people who still want to take this, um, yeah, I, I don't like the word spiritual that much, but you know, the, the journey of finding truth or seeking and, and, and learning maybe, about yourself. Learning about what the hell, whatever the hell this is, uh, this marvelous nonsense we call life. Um, and it helps having wonderful teachers like yourself, you know, like the wonderful Thomas Matthias this last month, you know, giving people this depth, right, to the teaching. They, they come in for meditation and I think a lot of them think, oh, you know, I'm going to sit cross-legged and I'm going to try and fight my mind for an hour. <laughs> and it's like, actually, you know, they come and it, there's learning about Tantra, there's learning about the yogas, there's learning about Buddha, there's learning from Sam Harris, right? All being brought from you. There's movement, there's breath work, and the meditation is, is kind of couched within that context, which I think is a beautiful, um, almost a beautiful surprise for people. Uh, but I think it's nice, right? You, you have that depth to what you're practicing. Um, so really loved you being out here as well, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, I really love to be here too. I'm looking forward to many more. And I think it's funny you use the word surprise because I feel almost, almost all of us are finding out a little bit here by surprise what actually innate is kind of happening to be, right? Like it's, we all kind of, like the people that come here, um, you as a, as a creator of it, me as a facilitator, we, we kind of find out in the process how deep this actually is. And uh, I think uh, personally, what I've, from all the 
fun conversations we've had, inspiring conversations, learning about you and how you created innate. What I think really creates that is that it's so done from the heart, like so much from inspiration, from, you know, from not always making the rational choice, uh, going for, if I do this and this and this, I will be secure of uh, my living for the next years and whatever. It's not like, no, no, I'm just gonna, I have this idea in my mind, this strange pool to create it, and I'm gonna do it with utmost integrity, and then it begins to unfold what I see into this um, just really aligned experience for everyone, where everyone's a bit caught by surprise of the depth of it. So maybe, do you feel inspired to share a bit more about um, how you are following that mm. heart inspiration? Uh, what was maybe the choice before you went uh, to fully go for innate, where you had a few days of different type of work? Maybe you feel inspired to share more about that. Yeah, sure. I mean, from the heart, I'm hoping it's mostly from the heart, but there's definitely plenty of ego mixed in as well. Like, I'm also, I think, you know, I really love the path of karma yoga, and I feel like that's kind of what I've accidentally ended up doing through innate, <laughs> feeling like, I'm building this through the heart, yeah, you know, and people say that, and I'm like, mm, to an extent, but, you know, I'm meeting lots of ego on the path with myself, you know, and maybe in a year's time, if you see, like, an advert from innate being like, Find your spiritual enlightenment within 10 days. Sign up here, reduce from a thousand euros to just 20 for one day only. Then you can just be like, ah, okay, how he's, <laughs> how he's relapsed, yeah. <laughs> how he's gone back for ego. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so no. far, so good. <laughs> so far, yeah, exactly. I'm keeping an eye. I'm like <laughs> taking steps forward and just checking, you know, oh, oh, yeah. is it back yet? Um, if I may interrupt, which I also think because you've been so aligned, up until so far, I feel everything's all supporting you so far. People are attracted to it, right? Anyways. Yeah, yeah. people are really nice. Honestly, like... So I think you should give yourself that compliment because you are uh, the tap on the shoulder because you are really keeping it, um, I would say, uh, good, spot on, you say in English now. Pretty aligned. Spot on. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I try. Well, I don't try. That's the weird thing. But anyway... Yep. We're going to meta. Um, so, uh, yeah, in terms of, I mean, the story of innate is, uh, I think what I did before is maybe interesting to people um, because I, I think especially for people who want to start their own business, um, who kind of want to use their business not just as a way to earn money, because if you want to start a business to maximize your income, um, there's better places to listen to than this conversation, I would say. Like what I feel like I'm practicing with innate is karma yoga, is building a business to earn myself a healthy income, of course, but also to lift other people up in the process because it nourishes me. I feel great when I see other people, when I see people's jaws become relaxed and I see a spark in their eyes and I see a gentle smile on their face. Um, I feel like, wow, like I've really done some good work here. And if you kind of want to start a business that's let's say, also mixed in with you learning about yourself um, and you trying to help other people, then what I would say is really interesting is my last company, um, which was also co-living based, um, I started that, I think, also from a very heart-led um, feeling of like, hey, can we bring people together to um, get them co-living and get them creating careers that make them feel alive? But the mistake I made was I started lying to myself. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the journey, and it's slightly painful to admit, but I feel like, you know, I can look back on it with this feeling now of um, 
at some point along the way, I started focusing too much on trying to become something I wasn't, trying to become a startup founder, raising funding, you know, trying to pay myself a, a healthy amount and live wherever I wanted to. And um, yeah, the glory that comes with saying, you know, when people would ask me, you know, oh, how's your company going? You know, you'd, I'd answer like, yeah, you know, team of 18, you know, just turned over, over a million in our first year, you know, but, you know, it's going good. You know, this kind of humble brag, um, which I look back on and I see like, I don't see it as anything. I mean, it's a little bit cringe, let's be honest. But I mean, let's, you know, I mean, if you don't look back on yourself five years ago and cringe a little bit, you're probably not growing enough. Um, but I, I think that was, you know, I look back and, and I see a version of me that was trying to prove myself, building a company to prove myself to other people. Um, and that ultimately resulted in, I mean, the pandemic obviously had a huge effect on that company, but I think really, um, the company in a strange way was never going to last because there was that lack of honesty at its core. Um, and I think that's the biggest learning I can give to other people who want to start a business like this is be utterly honest with yourself know why you want to start what you're about to start and if the reason is mixed which is fine if the reason is i want to let's say help people to release their traumas through this therapy platform i'm going to create or something but i also would like to pay myself a lot of money and make a lot of money out of this that's okay just be honest about your intentions and how pure they are and how pure you are as well um, it would really help you in your journey of starting a company. I really believe if people can become extremely clear on why they're starting their company and what they want it to look like in five years, it will give them a lot of freedom in how they then build that company um, and how honest they can communicate with other people. Um, so, yeah, that's my long answer to your short question. Mm -hmm. And... Um and so clearly this is the approach you're taking with innate, right? Um, do you feel anything inspired to share about how this ties into innate and how it's been able to grow like it's been growing now? And uh, what what people can also expect when maybe your people are listening that want to come to an innate coded experience. They've seen the website, they've seen uh, maybe come by an Instagram ad. What, what can happen during innate? Co-live and how does this all tie in with the, the heart-based intentions? So I think what happens on innate, there's a few things that can happen, but I think people come in with a lot of goals. And they come in and they're gonna launch the website, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna complete their project, they're gonna get five new clients, there's all these, you know, they're gonna cut sugar and they're gonna run up a mountain. There's all these goals people come in with at the beginning of the month. And by the end of the month, they realize they didn't achieve a lot of those goals during the month. But what they realize is that they're more able to be, that they're able to enjoy every moment more. They make better decisions in their work, but also in their personal lives. And they feel alive, you know? It's, it's, it's this deep feeling of presence and aliveness that you see in their eyes and that they realize. And that kind of is what I, 
I really am keen, you know, with innate being a second home for people, I, I really believe in playfulness. I think it's the most undervalued, possibly, most undervalued um, soft factor in our modern world. Like we, we, we kind of, we have this mindset of in the corporate world or in startups, like got to do the work, you know, got to work super hard, rise and grind, hustle, make that money, you know, make that big impact. And then we apply that same mindset to our um, to our wellness journey, to our inner journeys. We go back into like, I've got to release traumas, I've got to do the work, I've got to, you know, I've got to do a 10-day Vipassana retreat to prepare me for my 50-day Vipassana retreat, you know, and my back is going to sit so, you know, it's going to be so straight, it's going to be in unbelievable amounts of pain. And um, there's nothing wrong with doing the work. You need to do the work. But I feel like with innate, I want to create a space that's a little bit lighter, or somewhere where you can come up for air, and remember that we're not human doings, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's what you get from innate more than anything else. It's a funny thing to say because, you know, yeah, it's, you know we don't explain things like, let's say, mind value do where they say, come on this for a month and you will triple your income, you know, and be able to meditate seven times faster. It's like, we're not going to say that. It's, it's not true. Um, it's something quite intangible. Yeah. Um, it's an expansion of consciousness. I, that's what I think. Um, what do you, I, I don't know, what, what do you, I mean, you've been at her for a month. I'm curious, as a teacher, what you feel like has happened within you um, through this month and maybe also what you've seen going on. I feel, and I think it's funny, I'm gonna, uh, this word I'm going to use, I think it's funny, and it is in the best way that I feel people get, get tricked into in the best possible way, <laughs> their spiritual practice. <laughs> and they like it a lot. Um, and it's clearly something people very, very much need. Like, uh, it's kind of like, I feel for many people that are about to uh, go, uh, go a bit deeper into their journey of self-exploration, into who am I, what is consciousness, what happens when I learn to focus my mind, how do I distance myself from thoughts when these, um, when these thoughts of wanting to experience more insight um, become more alive in us, then often people are usually in the beginning somewhat hesitant and, uh, but they kind of feel the pull. So sometimes people wait for many, many years before they finally do it or they do it for many, many years, half in, half out. Mm. And people that come here with innate, they get funny, in a, they get in a funny way. They say, "Oh, meditation, code, that sounds nice. Uh, psychedelic society, yeah. uh, fun people. You see the videos. People are cheering, uh, also a glass of wine, so it looks free." But then they are here, and all of a sudden they find out, like, "Oh, whoa, there's like serious teaching here." Mm. And I actually feel inspired to practice a lot too. Um, and so people get get tricked into their serious sadhana. And they are loving it. Um, can you help me remember your question? Oh, just what what do you feel like you're observing people get out of the code of as yeah. as the teacher, right? As one of the space yeah. holders, and uh, it's funny. I, uh, so, yeah. you know, so to, to fully answer, I think people just are are also themselves getting a bit caught by surprise about how deep it is going and how much value that is bringing them. And I feel they are leaving this with a lot more depth to their spiritual journey and a lot more clarity about what they want. Like, wow, there are a lot of people that are on the same path like me. There are a lot of 
you know, the, the, the world is changing. We are working, we are working for ourselves, digital nomads. We have hunger for, 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 for more. Like the old world is, is, is crumbling and we are looking at what's the new world. And uh, so I just see something super inspiring unfold. And I attribute that a lot to you working on it with such good intentions because through your good intentions very subtly that seeps through an audio communication of innate you feel it on the website you feel it when you take a quick look at the innate instagram like subtly you feel if things if they're off or if they're good and with innate you feel this is this feels good like this feels really good and so this attracts a certain crowd yeah and this and this whole thing together becomes like a really i get also goosebumps when i say it, it becomes really really aligned perfect thing almost like perfect yeah yeah perfect i mean everything's imperfect everything is dual but uh, there's some perfection <laughs> about 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 how it unfolds with the good intentions yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> disclaimer everything's imperfect everything's everything's dual and then but it's yeah no but i i think um there's a there's a strange perfection to when we just try our best to be with good intentions yeah and yeah. it's it's also i'm pretty i'm aware there's lots of imperfections also in innate just as there are lots of imperfections in me and it's also like it's like you want to let go of those imperfections but you also have to be like i'm still going to take action despite my imperfections as well and it's like this this is a really interesting topic actually like you know how much do you because once you experience let's say these more joyous ways of life or for me feeling alive is just the best way to describe it and you feel more and more alive you want to share that with other people right and um i guess the interesting question or the dilemma is when how much do you keep working on yourself mm. before you share with others because the more embodied the more alive the more mm. deeply fulfilled you are the more I think that energy will spread to other people through the whatever actions you take. But at the same time, you, you can't wait until, you know, you're so embodied and fulfilled that you finally take action, but you're 55 years old. And so it's this, this interesting question of like, you know, when do you start, when do you start taking action? And Ramdas had a beautiful talk about this way. He talks about his path being um, awakening through service through acts of service. And um, I think there's something in that. I think for a lot of the people in our modern world, um, you know, that the, the, through action, through acts of service, as long as you keep coming back to yourself, as long as you keep some kind of practice and occasional deep dive moments, you know, 10 day retreats, etc., to allow things to settle, um, that maybe that is a really good path for a lot of the mm. people in our world. Like maybe that's easier mm. for people maybe karma yoga, maybe acts of service and, and, and using those as your spiritual path are, um, yeah, just an easier and more likely path than the path you described earlier of going somewhere very secluded, you know, and, and sitting by yourself next to clean, clean rivers with, with no insects for five years. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that other path either, right? That's an amazing path, but yeah, like, you know, I think a lot of the people in our world maybe are not ready <laughs> at least in this phase of life to go that far so um, 
Yes, and also we should make it available also to 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 people that are not inspired to become monks, right? Hmm. So that would be a strange thing. If spirituality would only be available <laughs> yeah, exactly. to, to people that want to go monk, right? Uh, and we have a book here, uh, Tantra Illuminated, uh, on on the whole idea of, of tantra of, of, of doing our uh, and not not modern tantra, but the tantra of finding liberation in a worldly life as a householder. What you are doing here, this is this is pure classical tantra uh, embodied <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Shh! Tell <laughs> people that, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, this this is just ruining the trick. That yeah, we yeah, get this, them in to just have some wine and be in the sun. They're <laughs> not supposed to know so soon. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's hilarious because I think I told you this, but it's really funny. But I so I built innate. I didn't like. I built basically after I closed my last company. I took six months off, and I was very lucky. I met ayahuasca on the way some beautiful meditation retreats as well, where I met some wonderful people, by the way, who really lifted me up and helped me be way above and beyond what you pay for, um, you know, which was a beautiful moment. But, um, you know, I <laughs> made innate and I, <laughs> I created this, um, this concept of like, ah, oh, you know, through remote work, we can be in the world and take action, but we're going to connect to ourself with a capital S, um, you know, our body, mind, spirit we're going to connect ourselves to the natural world and to others deeply every day while still taking action and i was really happy i was like oh yeah this is something this is unique and then um <laughs> i read the bhagavad gita and karma yoga basically describes exactly this and then i read the definition the actual definition of yoga being basically union and connection to self others and world and i'm like oh man and now i'm reading what i would call authentic tantra not the kind of new age sexual stuff but the really you know deeper more old tantra and it also feels like you know it's talking about connect your to your present moment every day through moving your body through sounds through stillness and then live in the world and i'm like oh this is amazing like this is like exactly what i'm preaching but also oh god damn it <laughs> like i thought it made something original here yeah um but it's, it's a beautiful philosophy it's got so much depth right it's just like and it's also funny when people begin to really listen to uh, what 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 their inspiration brings up, what feels really good on a hard level. Um, that when we go do that, that often it will look precisely like how any kind of old spiritual tradition, no matter what, if it's yoga, if it's Islam, if it's Christianity, if it's Buddhism, how they describe to. To, to live your life it's usually this 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 pull from the heart to really feel it that's going to be like that so that you find out that innate is actually like karma yoga yeah and you said something earlier which i thought was interesting about when do you know when you're ready to 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 share hmm. and uh, and that what came to my mind is like there's some level of self-awareness i think we need to be at least self honest and to to, to be able to look somewhat deeper in a way that we can self-assess what are we doing, what's my intention. Hmm. Uh, we need this kind of level of insight that we can really check that in with ourselves. Um, but then if, if, we, if we have that and we then just have a really, really deep commitment uh, to, to, to authenticity, to honesty, to sincerity, also because we're convinced we begin to really see like i have to 
align myself with this universal principle because otherwise I am really swimming against this stream. If we if we have this all together, so to sim simplify it down, just the, the, the ability to honestly look at ourselves and to assess what is my intention and then to have our intention to be, I just want to contribute to the level I can as good as I can, then then things will fall into place. Then life begins to support and life begins to guide. That's what I um, believe. And that's also what I uh, see when I see you with innate. When I see the synchronicities, the people it attracts, um, everyone that wants to help. Uh, yeah. 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 So I think then, then we are ready. <laughs> We're ready for something. Yeah. Ready for this phase of ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, the innate phase. The innate coming phase. <laughs> exactly. The innate phase for whatever the next phase is in our lives, right? <laughs> it's like also acknowledging that, right? That there's going to be another version of yourself coming that, you know, that will hopefully be even <laughs> more aware and might create something different. And that's okay. You know, the humility that comes with it um, is beautiful. Um, I also, yeah. I, I also find it fascinating once you see innate not as a kolu because i don't describe us as a kolu mm. right as a co-living concept like i said I, I i believe we're a second home mm. for for those following the middle path and <laughs> once you start seeing the kolu like that it's such a fascinating mental flip um that i've been able to start doing more which i, I, I think is really interesting is to look at every single person who comes on the kolu and whatever the reasons for coming, to think, ah, you're here because you're on the path, you're going through a consciousness expansion. You're on the path to an awakening, or you have awakened. And the moment you do that flip, it's unbelievably fascinating to see the different types of people that come. And what you start to realize is people are going on this, like the people who, let's say, start questioning everything around them and start seeking for truth. Um, they go on this this inward path, this this you know path towards consciousness. They don't come from one background or one place. It's not that they wear crystals or do the world's best yoga asana. You know, it's um, there's people who you know are are bald and wear Adidas tracksuits. There are people who work in finance and come and look. You know, you just you wouldn't expect it. And and there's there's people who run their own brands. And there's there's this whole mix of people from Israel, people from Germany, people from the UK, people from Mexico. It's like huh and you start to talk to these people and you think interesting i wonder i wonder what part of you is awakening i wonder mm. how you've been drawn to this space because it's not a mistake or an accident that you're here and then over the month you start to realize and usually there's a moment where you're like ah funny that you talk about finance all the time and you know you, you're obsessed with making things happen but when the two moments happened where someone was in trouble, you were the first person to help. Mm. You were the kindest person through mm. your actions here. You know, like maybe you're the, you know, it's okay, you are going on this path. And anyway, it's going a bit meta, but I do think there's, there's an interesting idea to like, you know, get rid of the company, get rid of innate, it's just noise, right? It's just noise. Get, get rid of the words we say to each other. It's also just us vibrating air between each other. And, and just see each person as a vibration, right, as a frequency. And each of us is, is, is through the thoughts we have, through the awareness we have, attracting people around us that have that energy. Um, 
it's absolutely fascinating. It starts to become, you start to see everything in your life is like, huh, if there's an imperfection in this, if there's trouble in this, what is in me that is almost causing that? And I, I see that with innate. I see that with the people who come here too. Um, I see that with every person that I meet around me. I'm like, okay, what part of me is reflected in me? Um, which I think is a very interesting way to see life. Um, maybe, maybe I'm going too meta on this conversation no, now. No. It's going down a bit of a rabbit hole. Um, but, but it's a fun way to see things, you yeah. know? And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where it takes me. <laughs> I'm definitely in the middle of it, but, you know, to be continued. I have to make it practical, something that just popped in my mind. I think a way to see innate as well. Uh, if you indeed let go of the whole idea of innate and vibrating uh, <laughs> air, it, I feel innate is just a concept. Mm. If, you, if you forget about the concept, what it just simply does, it enables people to come together in a very, very beautiful way to live together in beautiful places around the world, um, to live, dance, love, and do spiritual practice together, and uh, live with an amazing new network, new friends, memories, uh, and perhaps a place, a second home to keep coming back to. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's the what innate enables beyond the concept of innate. Yeah, to make it uh, more practical. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, it seems to be going well so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree, and I think I think it in a way ties in with something that I think it ties in with something that. I do want to touch on brief, not briefly, but I think it's worth touching on, which is what I think is, mm. so what I think is the elephant in the room in our modern world, because it's, it's a kind of a painful thing for people to say and to admit, is loneliness. I believe mm. that we are, re I really believe we're in an epidemic of loneliness. And like as humans, we're relational creatures, that we define ourselves by the people we know. Um, you know, the quality of relationships defines the quality of our life, basically. And uh, to see a world where, like, everything has become so individualistic, right? And we, we live so scattered. I mean, the price of rent is so insane. It's very difficult for us to, to gather and, you know, have dinners together without pre-planning them and... and, and you know, do things we're supposed to do as humans. We're supposed to, you know, talk about innate. We're supposed to live in a tribe. We're supposed to know the names of everyone around us. We're supposed to, like, you know, if you're not at a gathering three times in a row, people are supposed to start asking, hey, where's Thomas? Right? Like, it's this feeling of connection and we you are know, only... You know, if I can interrupt you, you know, yeah. this is actually one of the ways in which I describe the blue zones. If you don't know what the blue zones are, look it up because it's super helpful. It's five zones in the world where people get the oldest. Uh, small part of Japan, Okinawa, mm. uh, I'm in Greece, a part of Slovenia, part of Costa Rica, and the Metsa Noma spiritual group living somewhere in California in the USA. And uh, one of the things that, that they've studied, what, what are the similarities between them? And one of the things is they all have strong community. So they often live in villages, often places where you walk, it's already with movement, you pass each other's doors, you say hello. And other places where there's often some kind of often spiritual thing for example a church where everyone comes on a sunday or any other type of gathering and when you don't show up the, the cultures often people will knock at your door like, mm. where are you so this is the strength of the community and this is indeed something that people 
very, very, very much lack in, in modern cities and, and many of us live in them. It's innate. <laughs> it like literally is innate, you know, like not to be the guy who uses the film title during the film, but yeah. <laughs> it's like... But just being the guy. <laughs> but, but I have to become that guy. Yeah. But uh, I find it fascinating that we don't talk about it that much though. Like yeah. because it, uh, especially amongst men, I will say that more than women, like it seems to be like an admission of weakness. Yeah. I'm not lonely. I've got friends. I'm not a loser. Yeah. But actually, if you look at most people living in London, they're lonely. To, to meet a friend, they have to travel 30 minutes door to door, including yeah. a trip on the underground trains or the yeah. buses. Yeah. They have to plan it two days in advance. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's like, how dystopian a world have we created here? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's yeah. so obvious and such a big problem that we almost don't want to look at it. Because it's hard to solve in our modern world, because the prices of flats are so much. How do you get your friends gathered together in one place? Or how do you gather a community who have shared values in one place? Like you have to, you have to win at the capitalist game in order to enable it now. Um, so I, I think it's, um, you know, innate. So much of it is that, right? And like, it is the sangha, right? It is the, the community around which we can go on these journeys of altered consciousness, of inward practice, but with other people who are just nice, right? Who hug instead of handshake, you know? Uh, it's yeah. That, that's something I feel super passionate about. And I think, mm. I guess one of the big questions underneath innate is also just how the hell do we, do we solve this problem, mm. right? And, uh, mm. I, you know, I wonder if there's some practical tips we can give people right now beyond, you know, just kind of running off to another country. But I think that is, that is the real... Maybe that's the tip. <laughs> maybe that's the best advice you can give is run off to another country and, yeah. then every, and maybe people will tell you you run away from reality and then you're like yes I'm happily running away from, from, from this reality to a be more beautiful reality one of my best medicine has been to leave home and uh, to try different places and in the end I landed in the Algarve for now mm. and I feel really really at home like my body says yes to the whole place the day i arrived uh it was like a big like just the day i arrived literally looked and felt like <sighs> this feels good mm. I'm, I'm happy to be here i want to stay here for some time three years further down the line i'm still here i felt the exact same feeling when i went to the Algarve yeah. about a year ago but we can't tell too many people that there's property <laughs> no, prices. We might cut this out. You don't want to go to the outbreak, guys. You want to go to Costa Rica. Oh, by now it's not nice anymore. Looking for a new place already. But here's a weird way of seeing it then, like based on what you just said. Is there almost like a superpower that we now have? Like, are we maybe entering a sweet spot to give a more uplifting tilt to things? Like, if you look at like in the past, in the 80s, people, you kind of work in your job, right? And like, you can't really go off and, I mean, you can go off and find your own people, but it's much harder because you didn't have the internet to work from anywhere. You mm -hmm. were tethered to the office, right? Your community was really mm -hmm. just there. Mm -hmm. Whereas mm -hmm. now, like, in a way, our communities in the cities we live in are so fucked that it's not like we're missing out on too much. We know that the community is not done very well yeah. once you leave university in London, in Berlin, yeah. in, in Amsterdam. The individualistic narrative we have in our modern world has gone way too far to the extent that we actually now we actually believe we're individuals now which is not true we are individuals we are but we are also 
collective. We are also a part of the environment we're in and we take the energy in. The narratives people tell, the stories we hear, right? The sound of sirens in the, in the, sirens in the background or birds, you know, to contrast it with something healthier. We become our environments a lot. And so I, I can see people fading back into it as well. But I, feel, I, I do feel like, you know, the uplifting counter-narrative is once you experience life, you know, in a place surrounded by nature with kind people, doing a practice together, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. It's planted now, you know, mm-hmm. the inception has been done, mm-hmm. whether it's through innate or some other way of doing it, some other community. Um, and it's almost like, well, go for it now. You have quite a safe way of doing it because, I mean, you've got Google Maps, guys. Like, you're not going into the unknown, are you? Like, you know exactly where you're landing. And if you can, if you can get a remote job even or earn your income remotely, let's say, even if it's just for a couple of months, you have a free trial period basically to go and try it out without know, even having to take a financial risk too much, you know? If you can Airbnb your flat or something. Um, People overestimate also how much it costs. Off. Sometimes you're cheaper off not living in the city, you know? Cheaper, happier. You're not buying uh, expensive shoes anymore, you just wear flip-flops. Uh, yeah, I mean, flip-flops. People, sp- people spend... <laughs> People spend hundreds of, uh, f- fun fact, Harry markets two people wearing barefoot flip-flops. Vivo, Vivo <laughs> barefoot. Vivo barefoot. <laughs> um, but uh, like people of underestimate how, how much easier it is financially if you stop spending money on expensive city barbers and expensive shoes that, that you get kind of slowly get brainwashed into trying to be hip by the surrounding you find yourself and you just can't escape it. I feel too as soon as I'm back for a few weeks in Amsterdam. Yeah. I tend to, where I'm from, I tend to immediately feel drawn to buy a bit more expensive clothes because everyone around me looks so. Uh, yeah, weird. I've seen you in Amsterdam. Gucci, like, <laughs> <laughs> Adidas caps, and just, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think the advice is that if we feel the pull, to just trust the pool more often without. Um, without allowing ourselves to go back into the rational story again right i feel a lot of people are torn i wrote about this a few days mm. ago because i was very inspired by what i've seen here and i also see it in myself still i'm definitely not uh, have transcended this what i'm going to say but we we begin to open up to a greater reality we begin to see like wow this cosmos is quite special like i mean flowers i'm alive life was in my body um mysterious cosmos that i all of one day found myself in and we begin to open up that there are some kind of intelligence right that kind of interweaves everything that keeps the clouds floating that keeps the, the, the heart beating and that perhaps had an intention to experience life like this through human consciousness perhaps you know but then a funny question is if there isn't a greater intelligence we Often, when we begin to ask this question, we begin to live half or quarter or three quarter convinced that we don't fully mm. dare to live like there is an intelligence. Because so much, so much we've been, we have thought, we've learned to to be very rational about things, to use science and rational thinking, and almost the whole modern world is based on that. And and but we have to really think: if there is some intelligence, it's either going to be fully there. Or completely not there it's not like there's half intelligence it's not like that it's there some moments not and some moments it is mm. there and so if that intelligence had some intention to be alive through us 
then I think we can learn to trust our lot, uh, our heart a lot sooner and a lot more radically as a guidance, as a lifeline to mm. that intelligence. Um, it can be there, it can be there, wherever you want to think that intelligence is, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. if there is a pool, we are robbing ourselves from our own happiness to not follow it. And yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, you're going to be challenged. Um, but it is, it is how life is trying to pull you into your alignment. Trusting the heart. Yeah, yeah. I've trusted my heart a lot. Challenged the fuck out of me. But I'm also so much happier than before I trusted my heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful. That's really beautiful. Yeah, it took me to some interesting places. And all of a sudden, also for me, synchronicity is like being called by someone I didn't, didn't know. Because you have been rec- recommended uh, to call me when you had no meditation teacher that comes at last minute. And we all of a sudden, we get connected. Yeah. And we all of a sudden, we find ourselves at the co-lift and having many more synchronicities. Uh, with many similar even visions, we have an idea for a retreat, which was both the same idea. And I feel this is how life unfolds, unfolds and uh, starts to give us gifts for our courage. Like here, yeah. here's the synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I want to, I think something super interesting about that, that I also, and I've had a lot of conversations about this and I feel and it's very tied into this, is going back to if people want to kind of explore, let's say, living in a more communal, nature-based way, um, you know, how do you give yourself space to do that? What I see is, which is very related to trusting, let's say, trusting the universe, right? And and whether it's true or not, I I don't think actually matters. What matters more is, like, does it lead to you having a more fulfilling life, trusting one out of the other? That's another conversation. you know, you, um, what I see a lot of is people who are like very this or that. It's like, uh, am I going to like work in this, you know, in, in this city or am I going to like, you know, run off to a retreat space or like, am I going to, I need to like risk it all, you yeah, know, but yeah. actually like, and, and in some ways, a lot of people, a lot of people, you have to kind of go from completely not trusting the universe, completely, you know, trying to make things happen for yourself as an individual to like completely going off into like, you know, I shall simply manifest by lying on this hammock um, and something will come to me. But at some point, you know, you you realize you can leverage the work you've done, let's say in the city, in the job you didn't like, that has given you a whole bunch of skills and it's enabled you to explore this life, you know? And I think a lot of people probably listen to this podcast, let's be honest, they're probably pretty effective in their work. Like, you know, it's it's, it's usually people who who are doing high value work and it's like, well, that's a gift, you know, that's, that, that's a gift from yourself to yourself, right? From your current self to your future self. Like if you can take it remotely or if you can leverage that to, to find something where you can work from another country, um, that there's, and I, I really believe in that as well, that like, you know, don't run away from your past, you know, integrate your past into your journey. It mm. will allow you to, mm-hmm. to do that, to, to mm-hmm. really leap into your next step. So. Yeah, intentional community, nature, good vibes. I think the feeling we both have is, if it's in your mind, it's probably coming up for you. <laughs> um, it's just a, quite a question of when, and uh, probably the sooner the better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that, that's a good way to, and the, probably the sooner, 
we follow the pool, the better. Um, sooner, whatever the pool is, maybe, maybe it's come through COVID, right? And maybe, maybe we see each other now here, and we don't see you, you see us, but maybe we see you someday in a in a COVID in the future. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah, great experiences. All right, final piece of advice I will give to people, which is unbelievably simple, but I really believe it. Take the bolder choice in life. Take the choice that has more emotion associated with it, whether it's fear or excitement or wonder. Take the bolder choice. Mm. You'll buy a beautiful, a beautiful lake or a beautiful pond or still river in nature, and it's freezing cold. And you're not sure if you want to get in. Just get in. Take the bolder choice. It's that kind of analogy. Life is is there. For you, for you to really live and enjoy and you're not going to live on your you know you're not going to be on your deathbed thinking oh, i wish i just kept doing what i was doing at 20. Mm. that's not what's going to happen mm. so mm. that's my final sign off mm. take the bolder choice yes well, let's take some of that together they made because we've been <laughs> doing lots of uh, cold plunges here together yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay thanks bro and i'm Thank super you. grateful that we have met and uh yeah, and uh, it's been we've been for a month uh, uh, living together, working together, and uh, yeah, I, I really felt like this easy uh, friendship uh, vibe, and I'm uh, grateful for that. Yeah, and you, brother, it's gonna be good. Lots more to come, more playful things happening, and hopefully beautiful moments. Yes. Thank you for listening, guys.